What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Salmon, the show where we explore the beauty and the climb and everything else that comes along with it. I'm your host, Wade and Destin, and I'm excited to hop into what we're learning today. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Salmon. It's a fine Tuesday, December 22nd. And uh, today I, I kind of want to just hop right into it. This this one's a, a bit of a of a of a different one. Um, it's gonna be almost uh, more as a, like a rant. This is uh, not going to be the most edited episode. Kind of just, just needed to get some things off my chest. So I mean, it's weird. It's uh, like yesterday. I kind of like you know just got some unfortunate news. I heard of uh, a tragic passing from uh, one of my friend's uh, spouses on Facebook. And um, it kind of just got me in a weird kind of funk the whole the whole yesterday. And, you know, going through that was very odd. I don't want to use the word interesting, obviously, because of the context, but it was very strange. It was uh, something that kind of stuck in my mind all day. The reason why is because, uh, you know, I was essentially paralyzed. Like it was something that um, I couldn't really just get over. Usually I'm I'm the kind of person. And I mean, I'm hoping the the people who are listening to, to this podcast are the kind of people who try to, you know, be the be the proactive person that could um, pull themselves out of, you know, any any curveball life throws you. That's the whole, you know, ethos of this show. But um, kind of going back to, you know, me being paralyzed. I literally just sat in bed for like seven hours. I was like, okay, you know, I've had um, history with, you know, short bouts of depression, I'm sure uh, most people do and uh, dealing with anxiety of, you know, just the the present day that that we live in. And then it got me thinking, feeling like this is really kind of an, an, an exaggerated like microcosm of how I feel on most days, like whenever I'm working, whenever I'm doing a lot of things. Like I've always joked around my one, my one friend, he, he always makes me laugh because he's just like, yo, like, like you finesse your way into success. And I've always laughed at that because, you know, I mean, every joke has a, a partial layer of truth in it. Like this whole finesse he was talking about was the idea that essentially my whole life has been more reactive. Like I've uh, positioned myself to fall into opportunities, but I've never really kind of like started anything or controlled anything. And um it's been a interesting journey it's been it's been a cool one but i can't say it's been the most effective because the more you kind of um uh, dig yourself in that hole it becomes a more self-fulfilling prophecy and it could only get you so far like now for example i'm almost at like a a, a imbalance almost at a crossroads of where i want to go in life and i mean i'm probably gonna save that for another episode because uh <laughs> That's that's a whole journey in itself. But um, I just wanted to talk a bit about the whole idea of being proactive versus reactive. That's the whole point of of, of, of this episode. Because I feel like it could really help. Uh, I, I thought a lot yesterday. Once again, I was in bed for seven hours. I, I had some time to think. I just had the blanket over my head watching some Netflix. I think I was watching like Shit's Creek. Funny show if uh, if, if you're into that. But, um, <laughs> but um, going back to the topic at hand... Um, I just want to talk about like kind of the pros and cons of both and how being reactive my whole life essentially kind of like handicapped me. But um, I've, I've learned a lot by doing it. 
So, I mean, if I had to kind of start with uh, how this began, it was really just through a, uh, I want to say just almost just do like familial values. Like the way you respond to stimuli, whether good or bad, really has a deep seated root in how you were raised and how you kind of respond to um, different triggers. And mine, oh, I see it clear as day. I'm, I'm, I'm back home now for the holidays and, you know, hanging out with the fam. I see so many subconscious and conscious just sort of behaviors that I've kind of just manifested. And I've always thought it made me kind of spontaneous. I always thought it made me fun. Like when I, uh, you know, whenever I'm on like dates or whatever, I'm always just, oh, yeah, like I, I, I could do whatever. Like, you know, it's, it's all good. But um, I'm starting to see kind of like what happened. So proactive versus reactive. You you asked what this is, just a simple definition. You know, proactive is being in a state where you are uh, you are setting goals that are aligned with your values for life. Just to put it simple, you are always looking for improvement, always looking for a new opportunity. While reactive, you are a person that if, if, if you're a gamer, you know, you could say you're a person that's good at clutching. You're uh, you're someone who who, uh, you know, could get shit done in a, in a quick way, but you may not be the best person for vision planning, strategic planning, you know, uh, think of any job role where they might call you like a firefighter. So, I mean, obviously there's pros and cons in both, you know, one could be, one could be perfect for long-term, long-term strategy. And, you know, one could be perfect for if the strategy already set, like now you kind of just need something to, to be a closer. So I want to say, um, I'm, way more of the latter. I've always been my life, like, you know, kind of, um, I fell into an opportunity. And once I fell into that opportunity, then that's when I could, you know, uh, pick the ground, uh, like, you know, hit, uh, hit the ground running. So, I mean, that kind of manifested itself in uh, the way I dated. I look back now, <laughs> once again, I was in bed for a while last night. Uh, I look back dating, like where all the areas that I struggled in, it was always, uh, it was always kind of uh, getting plans out. Like I remember, I had a, I oh my lord, oh I'm so sorry. I won't say any names on the on the cast, but I'm so sorry uh, <laughs> to, to to one of my dear exes. She was a very romantic type. I remember Valentine's Day. Uh, she was so upset with me because um, her sister got this like whole elaborate uh, setup from her boyfriend at the time, and oh my god, I think I pulled it with like a card. And like a little a little charm for like her Pandora bracelet. And I was just like, oh yeah, like, you know, whatever. While her sister got like, you know, a trip, like a staycation trip and 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 all that good stuff. <laughs> oh my lord. Oof. Bad memories, bad memories. But yeah, I think that's just like a an example of like, you know, I don't see plans through to the end. And I mean, it's 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 almost just like how I was raised. We we're always kind of just moving around and just being scrappy with what we had. It, it was never kind of like, where do we see ourselves in five, 10 years, all that great stuff. And, you know, fast forward to now, I see it completely manifest in my work life. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because it almost becomes like more like a layered effect. It's uh, it's a, a positive feedback mechanism. Just uh Think of a, a, a continuous cycle, a snowball, if you, if, if you may, just rolling down a hill, just growing and growing and growing. And while it's done wonderfully to um, uh, get me here, now I'm kind of at a wall because it's just like, what's next? You know, when you're somebody who's always used to living in a moment, being in a moment, thriving in a moment, uh, when somebody asks you, you know, what do you want to do in three to five and 10 years? Uh, obviously, it's not an easy question to answer, but 
it's one that you should really take severe thought to. Um, uh, side note, it's pretty funny because I'm, I'm like looking on this uh, recording screen right now and I see my first entry for this episode topic and it's literally, uh, uh, <laughs> what does this say? August, 2019. So I've been sitting on this for a while, uh, over a year, obviously. And I mean, it just goes, to, goes to show the planning is, is, is not my best strategy, but I've been getting better. And, you know, this is kind of where I could cross over to how you can uh, play to your strengths, how you could, you know, correct your weaknesses. Um, I think the the biggest thing I found was, you know, you're never going to change the core of who you are. Like, let's just be honest. We are who we are. You have to just, you know, uh, sharpen the saw. Just keep working at it. So, I mean, I think there's a couple of tips that I could uh, I could share especially if you're in the uh, in the reactive bucket trying to get to more of the proactive bucket. You know, if you're a more proactive person, you want to be more in the moment. I could probably make an, another episode for that. But this is uh, really tailored to the uh, the lost ones like my like myself. I think the first tip I want to say is to hop into some healing. You're going to have to, like I said before, kind of, you know, going back to, you know, the core persona of who you are, whether if it's familiar values or whether it's just your um, environment growing up, you need to kind of attack that, um, uh, that piece of yourself, you know, think of it as, as, as uh, working with your DNA. You're not going to, you're not going to change the, the, the core values that you have. It's a little too late for that. I'm sorry. Um, unless if you go through some insane behavioral conversion therapy or something. But what I'm talking about right now is just healing. Hopping right into it and just honestly, just un, uh, not unprogramming, reprogramming on a, on 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 your uh, your your core values, and that could be through therapy. That could be through you know, if you're a more self learner, um, maybe read more books that could help do that. You know, um, I love the book Getting Shit Done, for example. Um, reading things like that, finding online forums that could help you. I think that's just the first goal, just to kind of prime yourself. Uh, the second tip would be to almost build a checklist of stimuli that really kind of get to you. These are just like triggers that, you know, for example, um, mine is a uh, lack of routine. I notice once I don't have the routine, I'm done. Like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a slight hedonist. I find whatever brings me, brings me pleasure, whatever brings me value. So it's definitely something I would recommend you do. Just build a checklist. It can be a simple one on Word or, you know, your note uh, taking app or whatever, even pen and paper of what triggers you and um, um, uh, what the actual environment uh, environmental scenario is. So this would just be a checklist. Once again, we're still priming here. Number three, this is when we move more towards the action phase is to find an outlet to, to disconnect. When you notice you're, you're starting to get into one of these ruts, especially if you, you know, you start having an existential crisis on, on where I need to be, uh, you need to kind of have this outlet. I call it, it's, it's almost like a circuit breaker. If you, if you think about it in that way, mine are either kind of just going outside, like simple, just fresh air. I notice whenever I cook myself up in a room, I'll be in the room for two or three days when I get into it, you know, but. I need to change my environment when it comes to big picture thinking. And I can't do that when I'm already stuck in the loop of what I've been doing. So I go outside, you know, um, if it's the wintertime, of course, you know, I love snowboarding. 
I could uh, be out in the mountain for a bit, just disconnect. Uh, if you can't go outside right now, that doesn't work out for you. Maybe it's just brick around you. I get it. I'm in Jersey right now. Um, maybe just uh, plan a different escape. You know, hop into some video games, hop into some drawing, writing, something, anything that's not extremely cerebral. Um, and if it could bring you comfort, strongly recommend that and plan those out. Target word plan. All righty. And the fourth, probably the most uh, actionable goal on here is to actually do some goal planning. So this is going to be the biggest tip. The first three kind of get you uh, prepared for this, because obviously if we were all good at goal planning, we wouldn't be <laughs> considered reactive. So, um, you know, follow smart goals. I'll uh, I'll link that in the notes of this episode. Follow those just to kind of, you know, get a, a aim for a one year plan right now. Just what you want to do in the next 12 months. That shouldn't be too difficult, no matter how unorganized you are. If not, maybe three or six months, if that works for you. Just set up some very lightweight goals. This could be something as simple as, you know, um, I don't know. Let's say you wanted to kind of lose a good 40 pounds, uh, you know, lose five pounds a month by this target date by doing X and X. That could definitely work. If you're looking for a new job, it could be, you know, uh, uh, apply to uh, you know, two jobs every week with a with a tailored resume with this and this, just something like that, just to kind of get to your overall and then you could work on it from there. If you notice, I'm giving you a, a lot of options here, you know, because I, I know how it is. Trust me, I've been doing this for 29 years. I get it. I know how easy it is to fall off, fall off the trail. So this is a foolproof, foolproof plan right here. The last thing is if, if goal planning doesn't work for you, then find an accountability partner. Like I feel like a lot of people who aren't the best with a reactionary um, I mean, I'm sorry, with, with proactive abilities, they usually don't like sharing their failures. That's something that happens to me a lot. So getting somebody that actually can follow along with you, it could even be an online community. If you're a little more of a social person posting your failures, you'll be shocked on how fast you will self-correct. Because once you know an audience is watching, then you can't kind of hide behind the, oh, yeah, you know, I'll just... I just get to it tomorrow or either like I'm just kind of busy right now. So um, I think those will work well for you. If you follow those four tips, once again, tip one, healing. Tip two, building a persona, almost like tracking guide, a little logbook. Tip three, finding an outlet to disconnect from the world and from everything that's driving you crazy. Tip four, successful goal planning. I think you follow those. You should be all right. Okay. Whew. Wow. I think I just talked without even taking one breath for a solid, like, what, 14 minutes now? All right. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I could wrap it up here. Uh, let me know how it goes for you. Let me know. Either respond in the comments, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, like y'all have all my socials and, uh, let me know. Don't forget here at Salmon, we just trying to see everyone win however we can and whatever works the best for us. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening.